Hello and welcome to today's podcast. My name is Ryan Johnson, your host, and today I've got Paul Johnson, our VP of Operations, on with me. Paul, happy happy day. Thank you, Ryan. That was a Friday. Today is Friday, isn't it? Today is Friday. Uh, I love Fridays. Um, uh, I think uh, yesterday, uh, Paul bought uh, us Xboxes yesterday. We are right. uh, low-key kind of casual gamers who like to play. Paul That's and I right. used to live right next to each other, but now there's 10 hours between us, so we like, like to get on a weekly basis so we can chat, play together, and uh, whatnot. But as you may know, with the Xbox and the PS5, those things are flying off the shelf, hard to find. So we could not wait for Black Friday. But I have to add that, you know, Thanksgiving, we are basically on the brink of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is going to be upon us in the next few days. And one of the other things that I look forward to close to Thanksgiving is Black Friday shopping. I don't like going to the stores, but I like to see what's available online. Amen. And we all know because of the COVID pandemic and, you know, and leading up to this year, I think more and more people are shopping online around the holiday season than ever before. And this year is, is going to be no exception. There's going to be, my guess is, I'm just reading over a few things, all the finance people, economic people are talking about this is probably going to be way bigger of an online shopping holiday season than ever. Um, and so, Paul, I wanted to talk to you about kind of what sales tax implications there could be and how to address, you know, what issues you may have and what you should be looking at as an online seller when it comes sure. to the holiday rush. For sure. And 2020, you know, with the whole coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic, uh, we've seen, um, as I'm sure most uh, people in America have seen, just uh, an increase in influx in online shopping. Not not as many people going to the stores. Um, And I think that, uh, you know, the state's economic nexus legislation that they've enacted or that they've put in place is uh, to their benefit, um, to the state's benefit, rather, um, so that they can capture as much of those sales and as much of that tax responsibility as possible. But from a seller's perspective, if I'm a business uh, during this time and I'm trying to be compliant across the board, um, it can be rather confusing um, and complicated. You know, I just had a call this morning, actually, with a current client who um, is selling through a marketplace facilitator, but she also has uh, one retail location and uh, makes sales on her own website. And obviously, the retail location um, from this current client's perspective is not doing anything. Uh, Amazon's still doing Amazon type sales, but her website is starting to to blow up. And so we had the discussion just this morning again of um, watching out for where you're you're crossing um, and and meeting those economic nexus thresholds. So if I'm an online seller, especially at this busy holiday season where uh, sales, you know, a lot of buyers are, are starting to purchase more and more things, I mean, your sales are going to uh, balloon. Um, it's important to understand 
not only your current uh, nexus footprint, but uh, keeping an eye on those economic nexus thresholds um, in other states where you're not registered, because you could very well, in a, in a matter of a couple of weeks during this holiday season, uh, exceed that economic nexus threshold um, requiring you to to get registered it may not be something um, because you haven't ex you haven't crossed the threshold just yet and so you may not need to be registered right now um, but after the holiday season once you've crossed that threshold uh, you 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 likely uh, will, will cross that threshold and and ha likely have a responsibility to be registered so so you're not only going to be looking at the sales you're making the holiday, you know, this next couple of months, the holidays, but you want to be looking at months past, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was it like up to a year? Mm -hmm. A lot of the it, states, it's a, it's, it's the current calendar year, um, but there are a number of states that it's just a rolling 12-month period. Mm -hmm. So just take a look at uh, 12 months from today and count the number of transactions, count the total num volume of sales, um, and, and determine you know what it is by state. Um, is it also important to note um, you know the kind of products you're selling? Yeah, that has a big impact. Um, you know, you're, you're understanding your Nexus footprint and, and where you've established Nexus um, as we continue to preach and talk about is step number one. But then step number two is understanding your tax responsibility and, and the taxability of your products. You know, if it's all dietary supplements or food or um, what have you, then potentially your tax responsibility is zero. So understanding the taxability of the goods that you're selling or the services that you're providing um, electronically, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of businesses just provide a service, an internet of things. That's a big deal now. So understanding the taxability um, step number two, once you've established Nexus, take a look at what the taxability of your products are uh, is, is huge. It's a good point. This is a lot of stuff we, you know, we preach a lot. This is this is this is our main kind of topic of of discussion, and yeah. we, you know, we will have uh, case studies. We'll talk about, you know, you talked about a call you had this morning, right? And this is probably a call you have every well, day. daily. Daily, it seems like, yeah, Multiple a number times. of times. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's kind of the you know the three questions we call it that we always address. Um, in your call um, with our what's next call and you know that's what we preach it it seems simple it seems um, that we talk about it all the time obnoxiously maybe but maybe you haven't heard it before <laughs> um, but but Paul is usually on those calls so if yeah. if you schedule uh, your call you know that's what's going to go you're going to go through the nexus uh, yeah figure out your nexus thresholds and do some discovery there and talk about your your products because a lot of times um, if i'm not mistaken paul companies are probably selling all sorts of different products instead of just one yep so a hodgepodge can, of things yeah so it can get kind of uh complicated and if you're just doing internet research you know i could that would be it would be tough to figure out exactly yeah. 
whether or not you sh your product is taxable. The other thing that we've experienced or run into is, is companies who are selling to other retailers or uh, to other distributors. Um, and so understanding your, your customer base can also be important, whether or not you should be charging those customers tax. So, but if you could collect a resale or an exemption certificate, um, then, you know, the taxability of your product, it may be taxable, but who you're selling it to could be exempt. Maybe you're selling it to a certain school or a government entity. It's possible, depending on the state, that that could be an exempt transaction. But if you're selling to, to me as a consumer, then, you know, it would be taxable, but depending on who you're selling it to. So um, taxability of your goods is good, but also who you're selling to is also important to review. That's a great point. So um, if you are an online seller and you anticipate this holiday season being big, um, you, it, it will not hurt to be looking into your sales tax responsibilities. And a great mm -hmm. place to start is with a what's next call. Um, so go ahead, find the link down in the show notes, make sure and schedule your time. It's, uh, it's a short form for you to fill out just to get for us to get to know who it is we're talking to. Cause I think it really helps when, when people fill out this information so we can, you know, we can kind of skip a small portion of the time that it would take to get to know um, kind of, you know, uh, what kind of com what kind of business you are and products you sell. Um, so it's, it's useful there. So go ahead, fill up that form, get scheduled and uh, we can definitely help you out um, this holiday season. Absolutely. Um, and just a final plug, once you get an understanding of, of your nexus and taxability, then, then it becomes time to file and remit your returns. And whether you're filing those returns or outsourcing them to a company like Pfizer Johnson, um, you know, we'd be happy to, to talk sales tax compliance and, and help simplify that and, and provide peace of mind when it comes to filing and remitting those returns. So uh, that's the, uh, just another uh, way that we can help provide peace of mind. If you're unhappy with your current provider, uh, this is the time to be quite honest. Once your annual returns have been filed in January to uh, transition, that's the easiest transition period. So filing or remitting sales tax returns, you know, it's not going anywhere. Death right. and taxes, right? <laughs> But uh, we could definitely offer peace of mind yeah. uh, through that what's next call and by offering uh, some services to help. Right. I, I like what you said there is you can't get rid of it. It's not going to go away. <laughs> it's definitely not going to go away. But you can have peace of mind and you can be comfortable That's right. That's right. with it. Um, That's right. And you, and you become trusting with someone that can actually handle it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thank you, Paul, so much for your time today. And I uh, hope you have a great weekend, and we'll uh, see you on another one. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, everybody. Hope you guys have a, a great day.